Welcome to Bike Talk on KPFK. I'm Melissa Ballmer, the director of PedalLove.org, with our bike news briefs from the California Bicycle Coalition. First, this. Pedal Love will be giving away two almost new electro bikes to the two women in Southern California who have the best Why I Need a New Bike story. The contest will be open from April 15th through May 15th, 2015, and all of the details can be found at pedallove.org. The winners will be announced on May 29th. On Thursday, April 16th, join yours truly and Charlie Gandy, the vice chair of the California Bicycle Coalition's board, as we host the fourth webinar in our series on media and marketing skills for bike advocates and the bike industry. Media and Marketing Love 404 will focus on cultivating the skills to be a charismatic storyteller for compelling interviews, live presentations, and more. The webinar is free for current paid subscribers to PedalLove.org and current members of the California Bicycle Coalition. All details and online registration is open now at PedalLove.org forward slash events. Now in breaking news, Senator Carol Liu's mandatory helmet bill for adults in California, SB 192, has been modified to now be a call for a study on bike helmet safety. This is a victory for the California Bicycle Coalition and advocacy organizations across the state who certainly support helmet use, but not the mandate of it for adults. To find out all of the California Bicycle Coalition's reasons for not supporting the original bill, please go to cowbike.org. On Tuesday, April 28th and Wednesday, April 29th, the California Bicycle Coalition will host its annual Bike Advocacy Day in Sacramento. Participants will convene for a half-day lobby training and briefing at the Hub in Sacramento, followed by a reception with special guest speakers. The following day, you'll meet with legislators to lobby for the California Bicycle Coalition's legislative agenda. We'll prep you with everything you need to know to effectively push for better laws and more funding for bicycling. To find out all details and register online, go to bikeadvocacyday.org. A bicycle education bill is being introduced. Education programs are a great way to get bicyclists to understand the rules of the road and to feel more confident riding a bike. Many local police departments and organizations have attempted to give bicycle riders the option of taking a bicycle education class when ticketed, often for a reduced fine. Unfortunately, programs like these are currently not permissible under California law. We're working to change that. Read more about how we're working to end this ban on a common sense policy at calbike.org forward slash bike education. Sign LA Dirt Park Collective's petition. Freestyle BMX, a sport born in LA in the 1970s, is a great entry point for kids to get really engaged with bicycling. The LA Dirt Park Collective is pushing the city of Los Angeles to create a public dirt park to serve the city's many riders. Currently, BMX riders are not allowed at skate parks and have to use non-sanctioned areas to practice. To help change this policy, please sign their petition at change.org forward slash p forward slash forward slash spread the word and help us create the first ever Los Angeles dirt park. Bike share programs are expanding across California.
The Bay Area Bike Share announced last week that it will be expanding its fleet tenfold over the next two years, from 700 to 7,000 bikes around the Bay Area, including 4,500 in San Francisco alone. Meanwhile, San Diego launched its program with 20 stations in late January, and it's expanding to 180 stations in the coming months. Expanding bike share is a key priority in the California Bicycle Coalition's strategic plan because bike share gets more people riding and that makes the streets safe for everyone. Since bike share began in the U.S., riders have taken more than 23 million mostly helmetless rides without a single fatality. With this growth comes an imperative to regulate the systems for the best public benefit. Are pricing structures and distributions equitable? Are memberships valid across the state or just within a region? Stay tuned and we'll keep you informed. Streets Blog California has launched. Streets Blog, the country's leading news site for issues around bicycling and transportation, announced the launch of Streets Blog California on Tuesday. The new site will continue its coverage by Melanie Curry of state policy issues and expand to cover more local issues across the state, beyond their current bases of the Bay Area and Los Angeles. They are hiring a Fresno-based writer now. CalBike welcomes a new policy director, Jeannie Ward-Waller, and a new board president, Cindy Parra, executive director of Bike Bakersfield. Thanks for joining us for News Briefs. Damien Kevitt was hit by a minivan on Zoo Drive in Griffith Park on February 17, 2013. The driver dragged Damien for a quarter of a mile along the 5 freeway. Damien lost his right leg and had 20 broken bones. The driver was never found. Damien started an event called Finish the Rides, which raises money for the Challenged Athletes Foundation and the Los Angeles County Bicycle Coalition. Here is Damien after his April 19, 2015 Finish the Ride. You know, when I, I started this... I never thought that this was going to turn into something this huge. The, the movement and what we've done in the city in the last year, I, I, you know, not just me, it's been a lot of people working on it, but we've galvanized a lot of people, you know, and we've changed the face of LAPD and we've changed the viewpoints of uh, LA Department of Transportation and the mayor's office. And it's the whole viewpoint on the subject of hit and run, you can feel the subject shifting. The result is a 16% drop in those injured and killed. I mean, that's significant. You, you know, you can say, okay, one or two or three percent drop, nah, not that big a deal. 16%, that's a significant drop in a single year on injured and killed from hit and runs in LA. So, how do I feel? Awesome. Ellie, you mentioned the LAPD. The, the, can you tell me about how that, that they've been any different? Well, there's a lot that still needs to be done, you know, with LAPD and improvements, especially connecting with bicycle relations. That's an improving scene, but it's a lot more needs to be done. But the fact that LAPD now actually tracks hit and runs separately than anything else and actually tracks it as its own crime and actually tracks bicycling injuries and deaths, serious injuries and deaths versus pedestrian serious injuries and deaths, if they don't just clump it into one big, oh, it's over there, that's collateral damage. No, they're actually tracking this stuff, which means that they're actually getting serious about doing something about it. And, wow, 16% in a year. That's a reduction in hit 
and run. That's a reduction in those injured or um, seriously injured or killed in hit and runs in Los Angeles. Again, that's significant. You know, bicycling, that's improved. I think pedestrian was a little bit worse, but the whole point is overall, it's it's a general improvement. All right, cool. So uh, is this like every year for the rest of our lives now? How long are you going to live for? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're doing this. This is a yearly thing. I'm actually waiting to hear back from the city of Los Angeles that this is going to be an official citywide event. Like, this is official. Wow. Yeah, we're we're not talking... This is major. I mean, the city's sponsored us now twice in a row. So you're getting a lot of practice talking to people, huh? I mean, and... (laughs) And smiling. Yeah, smiling. Um, It's very funny because I've heard someone say that PR is the lever that moves the world. And it requires people on the ground, uh, other organizations who do a lot of work, LACBC, uh, LA Walks, uh, Pasadena Complete Streets. I I could go on and on of the various organizations that are all part of this general movement in one way or another. LAPD, but the fact that we're getting so much attention on it now uh, is is really a point of PR. Like it's a point of actually getting people to realize that this is no longer acceptable. Thank you, Damien. Yeah, thank you. Next is the audio from Damien after completing his first ride in April 2014. This is an unedited conversation with Damien that includes his conversation with LA County Bicycle Coalition's JJ Hoffman. Hey, Damien. Hey, how's it going? It's good to see you again. See you. Are you wiped out? I am completely wiped out. Uh, I think just between the uh, dehydration, the sun, and probably just too many compliments. That's what it was. Too many people complimenting today. No, it was, it's been a great day. Um, uh, the event went better than expected. Um, the turnout was incredible. The message, uh, the effect created was exactly what I had hoped for. Which, what, can you describe the effect? Um, the effect created was an intention to uh, kick off really national awareness of the subject of hit and runs and to use this to uh, basically parlay the movement of making bicycling safe and handling hit and run crimes into something that uh, was no longer grassroots but was actually mainstream. And how would you know if, you know, you're achieving, just like today, like, how? what's your measurement of success? I mean, I guess just the fact that you already knew that you had however many people, 700 riders or... I, uh, yeah, I walked, uh, let's see, Saturday morning, Saturday alone, we had over about 100 people register Saturday alone. Um, it's really, you know, it's been slowly, gradiently building from the beginnings only three plus months ago to the point where it just started exponentially exponentially increasing in uh, registration and exposure and things like that. And then before, by the end of Saturday, we were at, you know, 500 people confirmed. And then you've got your day ofs and you have additional people that showed up. And we were at close to 700 riders, which was... We were hoping for 500. How much money? Raised? Uh, we're in the tens of thousands. I mean, we might we might hit 40 or 50,000, but we still have fundraisers going on that are, you know, coming from all of this, and it's just been awesome. So how do you feel after all this? What, what, what next? <laughs> uh, 
Well, it's definitely, uh, how do I feel? I feel elated. I feel exhausted. <laughs> I'm ready to, ready to nap it out for, uh, I think, probably about a week straight. And then uh, start planning for next year. You know, or start looking at what was successful, what's successful, what got the best attention, and let's take it from here and make it better. Well, thank you. And uh, anything else that we should have you say while, while you're here? Um, yeah, no. I, I think that was the, probably the best closure I could have done there. I don't want to make it too short, but I'm get, Justin said he would give me uh, his audio. He would from the, let's work it. Okay. Uh, oh, good. Part of the uh, goodie bag that every rider gets with registration is a Way to Happiness booklet. And can you explain what that is? Well, basically, I mean, the whole campaign in terms of handling hit and runs and bicycle safety is is very multifaceted. So, you know, we work along legislative lines, petition drives, uh, legislation itself. We work along a uh, education awareness. We work along a media and PR aspect. But really, we also work along just the point of raising values in society because the laws haven't changed, the values have changed in society. And so while that's not something that changes, reverses overnight, you know, you do have to do things like legislative handlings and enforcement of police enforcements like that. The simplicity is if you just teach people to be sane, then they're not going to do something like hit and runs. And so the way to happiness is already out there pounding the streets, working on that. There's a very obvious fit for the whole campaign is to include them in the fold of all of what we're doing. Can you give me a couple of examples or, or tell me like how that evolved? In terms of the connection, um, you know, I'm aware of their work um, handling drugs, immorality in society. Um, you know, they're out there on the, the way to happiness, the, found, the way to happiness foundation. They're, they're out there in, you know, East Los Angeles doing their peace rides where they literally get gangs and uh, motorcyclists, uh, motorcycle gangs of all sorts riding together, handing out way to happinesses in the worst crime-ridden areas. And they're, they're statistically dropping crime rates by 10 to 20 percent and invited back, practically begged to come back by, you know, police and, and officials in those areas because they're so effective. Um, you know, hit and run is another crime. And, you know, that's something where you, you need to make the message known that there is certain things called values, and you do need to follow them if you want to lead a successful and happy life. And it's, it's just their common sense points. Like uh, love, love children. Yeah, like take care of children and take care of your body and, you know, do unto others as you want done to you. They're, they're things that you grow up with, but if you don't follow them, you're going to lead a miserable existence like the individual who hit and dragged me. He's going to be leading a, a miserable existence because he couldn't keep his own values in. And that's something that, uh, as the more it can be instilled across society or reinstilled, because it used to be there and it's really gone down, then the better off people are going to be. And you don't need laws and you don't need legislation to keep them, uh, to keep criminals in check, because it's, it's just people are basically honestly good. I think that's a good stopping point. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Damien. Sure. No problem. It's a pleasure talking to you again. Enjoy your mango. My, my soupy, at this point, my soupy mango delight or whatever that is.
biking is one of those great sports that um, you can just keep doing, you know, way into... Uh, and the nice thing is LA County Bicycle Ocean is getting great exposure on this. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even if you guys didn't make a dime out of this. Oh, yeah, I know. You are getting such incredible exposure on this. And in the the early days when it was, there were so many unknowns. And um, knowing, as I do, how hard it is to try and raise the funds, get the interest, and knowing the shortness of the time frame, I thought, well, okay, the thing is, one thing that I know for sure, I really don't know if we're going to be able to raise enough money to cover the, the expenses. I really don't know that we're going to raise enough uh, participation to make this profitable. But one thing I do know for sure, and that is going to make uh, ensure my um, bean return, your re- d- yeah, your return on the investment. Well, yeah, and that, and that I will, you know, put my time and effort in, and, and Alex Guy Coalition's, um, you know, hours, my, you know, that I'm being paid for. Um, is the, the the press exposure and and the the campaign and what's this what is going to happen for the campaign that makes it all worth it and I would justify that to for any in front of any committee of the board you know the whole board any subcommittee any ad hoc committee that they want to come uh, to throw together to yeah exactly um, I'd be um, happy to uh, to say, no, it's worth, like, look at this, look look at the press, look at the story, look at the movement, look at the political support. We're doing this. Yeah. We're doing this, and we're going to keep, you know, this. there's no way we're going to see it all the way to the, through the end, even if only 50 people show up. Because we'll probably have that much press, too. 50 people, 50 people. Sitting on press people. But, uh, you know, because I, I really had no idea. It was hard to know if... Um, the public would latch on uh, to this kind of, of event because six miles, pay fifty dollars to ride six miles. Hmm. And they, but they did. They did. Was, that w- they did. I and mean, it was you know it, there was a bit of a our strategy. We had to shift real fast in terms of pounding the streets and just were you know just real honest hardcore grassroots just uh-huh. out there with the volunteers, yeah. you know personally registering, which was very good. But that built, in the end, it did. that built a momentum that started to snowballing, and I think all of the media definitely started to kick in, especially towards the end. I think the Bicycle Film Festival and Ciclovia next, the next day, perfect storm of um, the right kind of exposure to the right kind of cyclists. Because those kind of cyclists, six miles is awesome to them. Awesome. And, um, and the cause is awesome. And they have enough disposable income that it's not that it's not going to break them. So that I felt like because then we really started seeing it go go go. And I just remember being at Ciclovia and talking to us. Yeah, I heard about it at the film festival. I heard about the film festival. And all the wonderful, talented people who have put in their efforts to make these films of you and your star quality as you star in these films. You know, they've done such beautiful work. And now, here's our original interview with Damien Kevitt in March 2013, a month before his first Finish the Ride. He was in the studio with J.J. Hoffman and Justin Hager, who's the communications director for Assemblyman Mike Gatto. Damien tells the story of his injury. My name is uh, Damien Kevitt. I am uh, 
a survivor of a hit-and-run accident of gruesome details, which I'll, I'll get into very shortly. But I'm a, a native of Los Angeles, grew up here, um, uh, went to school around Los Angeles, uh, actually majored in marine biology at University of California at Santa Barbara. And um, I've been bicycling for many years, uh, commuter bicycling, touring, and uh, more recently getting into being an advocate as a bicyclist because of the unfortunate circumstances that I've had to go through and realize that I don't want someone else to have to experience that. And may I just say, despite his gruesome accident, Damien is still a very handsome young man for all the ladies <laughs> out there. His wife wouldn't appreciate me saying that, but... Oh, well, maybe she would. Back. Yeah, <laughs> she, she, she'd go for that. That's totally fine. <laughs> um, well, my my accident was uh, about a year ago, um, February seventeenth. I was riding my bicycle with my wife in Griffith Park, and uh, we were uh, just a morning ride. Going to go to have lunch in Griffith Park over at the LA Zoo, and uh, on riding along the the LA River path and came off uh, Zoo Drive. For those of you who know where that all is, you can picture it, uh, Zoo Drive. And we were right over the five freeway on the overpass on the streets. And uh, I stress on the streets because every now and then someone goes, why were you on the freeway? I was uh, struck on the streets um, by uh, an individual in a light-colored minivan. And um, I ended up on the hood of his car and then fell down in front of his car. And he took off. Uh, from that accident and dragged me nearly a quarter of a mile from the streets onto the 5 freeway with me underneath the car and being pinned underneath the car, uh, attempting to get him to stop, but realizing that uh, it was up to me to survive the accident and come out the other end because he was not stopping. He was only speeding up. And I did. I, I came out the other end with my right leg partially amputated by the accident, my left leg mangled very badly, um, broke over 20 bones, 10 ribs, shattered my right shoulder, ground down my rear end practically to the bone as I was being dragged on the, the freeway, down the freeway, and uh, numerous other injuries. Um, but basically the, the key thing is, is I survived, and it was, uh, it was one of the most intense things you could possibly go through. I mean, if anyone's ever been in a situation where they are realizing that they've got seconds to live or die, and uh, then you'll know what I mean because that's what it was. It was it was seconds, and probably a couple more seconds, and I would have been just literally a skid mark on the freeway. I wouldn't have been much more than that. But I survived. Uh, my wife, unfortunately, got to watch the entire thing and was the first person to find me. She rode her bike onto the freeway where I was laying on the freeway when I finally got out from the end of the car and... Um, you know, found me alive to her surprise and uh, conscious, talking, and amazingly, you know, it's it's a funny thing because on one hand, you know, you think how unlucky and how horrible, you know, that must have been. On the other hand, I was super lucky. I mean, I don't know how many people can talk about going down the five freeway at 50 miles an hour for a quarter of a mile and live to tell about it, let alone be up and walking and riding my bicycle yet a few months later. So that was uh, an incident I would, would not wish on my worst enemy. Thanks for listening to this episode of Bike Talk. If you want to hear more, go to kpfk.org, navigate to programs, and choose Bike Talk. On the Bike Talk page, click on the archives link to play or download shows posted in the last four months. 
go to biketalk.com, copy or click on the RSS feed link to subscribe. Our Twitter handle is BikeTalkBFK. On Facebook, we are Bike Talk. You can become friends and join our group.